Hello, Tom Myers here. If you're like me and you've got a lot to say, a lot of stories to share, a lot of opinions to give, then listen up. I'm going to talk about something that's going to take your passion for podcasts to the next level. I'm talking about the 7 Million Bikes podcast course. This is the podcasting course you need. Imagine having the skills, the knowledge, and the confidence to create, produce, and grow a successful podcast. And you're not doing it alone. I'm talking about Neil Mackay, the podcast guy, founder of 7 Million Bikes Podcasts. He knows what it takes to turn your passion into a podcast that stands out. He's going to guide you through everything from podcast ideas that resonate to nailing that audio production and even editing your episodes like a pro. With 23 tutorials and over three hours of video content, this course is packed with practical tips, real-world examples, and everything you need to know to get started. Just $97 for a wealth of knowledge that'll set you up for podcasting success it's a no-brainer think about it less than a hundred bucks to unleash your creativity share your story and potentially even turn your passion into a profitable business people like ian payton who's taken the course launched their own podcast and already in the top 10 percent of podcasts worldwide and you could be next the seven million bikes podcast course is your ticket to podcasting greatness. Go to the link in my show notes right now and let's make your podcasting dream a reality. Hi, I'm A.A. Ron, the owner and producer of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. Bombing Run, the original comedy combat game show. It's an hour's worth of comedians clashing with their jokes. And soon to be released, Orbs Wacky World, a talk show with a twist. It will be a mix of comedy, unusual questions and music with orb as the host oddly funny productions we might be odd but we bring the funny to you that's a-w-d-l-y funny productions hey everyone it's me again if you're tired of listening to this show with all these ads in the way go ahead and subscribe to my patreon in addition to listening to this show without the ads you also get extended versions of these episodes and bonus clips as well doesn't cost that much you can get plans for as low as one dollar a month you can show the love and your support just go to patreon.com slash tom myers spelled m-y-e-r-s and subscribe and listen and enjoy today again that's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. A deal to raise the debt ceiling and avoid defaulting on the country's bills was reached by the president and Congress and signed into law. South Carolina Republican Nancy May said they got fleeced by a president who, quote, can't find his pants, end quote. Given that one of her conference members is Matt Gates, misplacing one's pants is the last thing she should bring up. <laughs> <laughs> Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes was sentenced to 18 years in prison for his role in the attack on the Capitol. That's 18 years of his cellmates thinking of all the creative things they can do with the hole where his left eye used to be. (laughs) That will be 18 years of Stuart Rhodes being stormed and invaded during his supposedly peaceful transition into life as a prison inmate. (laughs) joe biden fell during the air force graduation ceremony out in colorado this isn't his first stumble 
which leads me to the following theory. All those times Biden was accused of grabbing people and smelling their hair, he wasn't <laughs> being a creeper. He was just looking to regain his balance. <laughs> Chuck Todd announced he will no longer moderate Meet the Press. When did he start? Oh. <laughs> As of the recording of this episode, the Writers Guild of America is still on strike. That would explain why their picket line placards are boring as hell. <laughs> In a rare break with the majority of the Supreme Court, Brett Kavanaugh dissented against their ruling, rolling back environmental regulations. Kavanaugh warned that the ruling could jeopardize water quality and flood control. That's strange considering the only flood control Kavanaugh used to worry about was the quality of his orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> Since we last spoke, Henry Kissinger turned 100 years of age. He looks remarkably well for someone continuously haunted by the ghosts of tens of thousands of dead American service members, as well as countless Southeast Asian civilians. Right. That's right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Robert De Niro and Al Pacino each became parents. They're both in their 80s, so imagine the pressure their poor kids will feel having just learned how to walk and then teaching their respective fathers how to do the same. <laughs> <laughs> Warner Brothers is canceling the production of Judge Mathis and People's Court. That's shocking. People's Court is still on TV? <laughs> <laughs> Two teachers in Washington State were put on administrative leave after they were discovered with guns and cocaine on school grounds. That's very unprofessional of them to bring cocaine into a school and not share it with the rest of the class. <laughs> I say let the teachers have the cocaine. That would make classes much more entertaining for the students. And with the guns, the cocaine would give the teachers the means to fulfill the NRA's wish that armed teachers fight off any potential school shooter. <laughs> All right, and that's a great note on which to say, and now on with the show. <laughs> Please join me in welcoming Jeff Heisen, Devin Kerr, Polite Kitty, and Joshua Postel. Hey, Tom. Woo. Hello, Tom. Hey, what's up? What's up? Tom? Everyone, everyone, welcome back. Uh, what's everyone been up to this week? Uh, Tom, I'm just enjoying life in the People's Republic of Maryland, the anti-Florida. This is where Disney should move. They should just clear out. And I think you're with me, Tom. Clear out all of Anne Arundel County and just make it in the new Disney World right there. What Governor Wes Moore is erasing the stench of eight years of the Hogan administration and bringing, bringing radical justice to the people of Maryland in all respects. And he's doing it fast and he's doing it efficiently and he's doing it the right way. Welcome to Maryland. My objection to having Disney move to Maryland is our traffic is already bad enough. Yeah. <laughs> like without, and, and, and there's, what, six flags that's already near D.C., and that creates enough. Of we a have headache. enough rats, and we don't need another mouse here, you know? They <laughs> <laughs> can move, not, move it, it here to New York. No one would notice with the extra rat. <laughs> <laughs> You're not I mean, I you know I eat them as takeout, you know, because it's gotten so expensive here. <laughs> yeah, it's a little better than pigeon, I have to say. You know? Yeah, you're not, yeah. Josh, you're not talking about the rats that they put up 
when there's strikes going on, right? Those no, are... I'm talking about the stuff in the uh, laundry room. No, oh, okay, that's different. <laughs> First of all, we're going to get rid of uh, the stadium in Ral John, Maryland soon enough, and you can start putting it there. You guys already have billboards that say gonorrhea alert. I mean, it's a little scary. <laughs> the United States will avoid defaulting on its national debt, which is strange considering buying a shit ton of stuff on credit and then trying to get out of paying for it is as American as mom. Apple pie. Blowing off one's appendages every 4th of July when they set off fireworks and trying to get a federal holiday for White History Month and straight pride. <laughs> there is a sense of... <laughs> There is a sense of hypocrisy around Republican fundamentals and beliefs. They want no new federal spending in order to bring down our national debt, yet they have no trouble advocating for funding for stormtroopers to break up pride events and police reform protests where the crowds, interestingly enough, just happen to be mostly non-white, non-straight crowds. Of course, from my perspective, the only Republican candidate who can successfully win both the 2024 Republican nomination and the White House will be the candidate whose slogan is, if you thought Donald Trump was an incompetent dick, then watch this. <laughs> I recently saw a T-shirt that read DeSantis 2024 Make America Florida. Why? What does Florida have to offer the rest of the country? More bang bus video producers? That's enough sexual. <laughs> There's enough sexual deviancy going on here in Maryland, and I really don't want to be upstaged. <laughs> So we managed to avoid uh, potential financial catastrophe in this country. And uh, at the same time, we have more uh, Republicans getting into the race, uh, into the race for president. It's almost like they've learned nothing. It's like they're still up to their tricks. Like a lot of them are still trying to rage uh, culture war issues or they're trying to out Donald Trump, Donald Trump. I mean, what do you guys see as the as the future of the republican party and i'm asking for non-conservatives this because who can be more objective <laughs> i think they're just gonna keep going insane until it'll be like the robin williams moment when he talked about how he ended up in rehab when he was telling everybody off and then he realized he had that moment he's like oh i'm the one who's fucked that's what's gonna happen they'll just keep It'll just be the crazy train for the next bunch of cycles. And then one day they're going to wake up and realize, oh, we've become really irrelevant. Nobody wants us. And then they'll have a mental breakdown and half of them will start running around, probably trying to blow themselves up on a rascal. <laughs> I, I just picture I, a bunch of inbred. It'll, it'll, it'll be like the most imagine a bunch of just inbred terrorists dumber than January 6th. That's what I'm saying. I don't have to go far given where I live, to be fair. Come on, neither do I. Go to Long Island. Go to Bay Ridge. Go to Staten Island. <laughs> you remember the, the TV show, the reality show, 19 and counting, right? The, the Duggar, I don't know how to pronounce their last name. Yeah. Duggar. Duggar family. Duggar, Duggar, whatever. <laughs> they, they make an army of them to infiltrate the conservative 
um, party later. So I, I, that's why I said I see a bunch of inbred because they're like, that's their goal. They're just making tons and tons and tons of babies so that they can raise future conservative. And that's why there's more and more. <laughs> so I don't know. What they're you going to look Amish. What you have, Tom, is except for Asa Hutchinson, is that everybody's playing nice with, with the former guy, which is what happened the last time when he initially ran, because they don't want to offend his followers. But by doing that, they don't stand out. And he's not going anywhere unless it's to jail, So, which he should. But you don't see uh, Nikki Haley say anything bad about him. And DeSantis, uh, the, the, the fascist, uh, treads uh, acts so carefully with him, making these mild uh, comments about him to distinguish himself, but he doesn't. And he won't stand up and say, I'll give you what he did, but I'm not corrupt because they don't want to call him corrupt. So, and the same thing with Tim Scott. So you've got Nikki Haley and, and uh, Tim Scott and DeSantis all carefully treading around around him with only Asa Hutchinson uh, saying, I'm not MAGA and I don't like him. The one interesting candidate before we get polite, polite's uh, take on this is Vivek Ramasway, who's 37. And part of his platform, he's a tech uh, guy. And his part of his platform is to raise the voting age. So what he's saying is that, first of all, we can't get young people to vote our way, so let's not allow them to vote, which is the Republican way of thinking. But he's telling, saying, I want 18 to 21-year-olds to vote for me, and then I'm going to take away your right to vote. Does that make any sense to you, Polite? Sure it does. It's a big game of psychology. I wish both parties would hire a psychologist for both of their teams, whoever they are. <laughs> because it's 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 one of those things like if you give attention to it's like the kid who's a six-year-old kid who's throwing a tantrum and crying on the floor and beating his you know hands on the floor you're giving it attention and if you do the worse it's gonna get so the less attention that they have and the less eventually gonna die down but you're gonna be left with this I think a minority party because I don't think it's everyone. They're just talking louder. But you're going to have this group of people like Devine and Jeff says, you know, they're probably inbred and just, you know, a bunch of like the 19 and counting, like the Duggar family. They're just breeding them. And I tell you, Generation Alpha, I have been around those kids. They are some badass kids. Let me tell you, <laughs> they better watch with those guys coming up to be 18 to vote. If they're already called alphas, then hey, I mean they they're a wild card in and of themselves. Yep. When I heard Ramaswamy, I just started laughing at him. It just proves one, tech pros are really dumb. <laughs> Flat out. Most of them are just they like to hear themselves talk. I mean, and you know, as someone said, like you he, they want to get 18 to 21 year olds to vote for him. And then they're going to take away their right to vote. It's just like, he doesn't even hear what he's saying. But I don't think he cares. I think he's so arrogant and so clueless. But I just... You're right, right. They, I, they, I just, it's like, I have so much money and my head's completely up my own, the event horizon of my own asshole. 
Hmm? Is he the Connor Roy of this election? From succession? I don't even, I don't even think he's that. <laughs> he's, not, he's not even that smart. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why they don't really, you know, my best friend is from that part of the world and the stuff he would say if he were here Tom would have to bleep out about 99.9% of it because he would just roast this guy and be like Steve we're not all Desis are smart he would say the most screwed up stuff he'd be like are you shocked <laughs> the guy is completely he, he would be saying the guy is completely up his own ass because he's literally one of those tech pros who just thinks he's God. <laughs> and I worked with guys like that. We tried to do a startup. What you're well, telling me well, God's put their face in their own asses. I'm like, not sure. <laughs> I understand that divinity, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. Divine. It's a bit I'm, of I'm both. just, I'm just learning. I'm just learning, you know, like I'm that. Yeah. Okay. You know, just, they, they think they're gods, but they just they don't realize they have their own head up their ass. I see. I see. I'm just concerned about the concept. Wait a minute. Bleeping things that get said on this podcast. Like, I don't think we've ever tried oh, that. My before. friend is horrifyingly offensive. And he and I are starting a podcast together. <laughs> You're all welcome to come on. Just be, be warned. It's going to be disturbing. I'm game already. <laughs> okay. The Republican Party's shift from being the party progressive enough to end slavery to being concerned about installing a level of culture fitting for 1865 has always been fascinating to watch. Since its cult-like adaptation of Donald Trump, the desire to go back to a more nostalgic time when eroding the rights of women, non-white, and gay people is fascinating to watch in the same way one would watch a car wreck we know will happen. In this clip, former Ohio governor and presidential candidate John Kasich gives his thoughts on the many candidates trying to outdo Trump's grip on the Republican Party. Well, you know, the one thing that is strange, <clears throat> Chuck, to me is, is somehow they think they can win by being cultural warriors and trying to eclipse Trump. I, I, I think that's really hard to do. Uh, I mean, what DeSantis, in my opinion, ought to be talking about is what he did as governor that got him those massive victories, including places, you know, in the Miami area that nobody thought would happen. And those are issues like what he did with the hurricane to be a leader, what he did to open the state economically, what he did uh, with the Everglades on environmental issues, why they keep pivoting to the hard right. You know, a cultural warrior. You know, Reagan was a happy warrior. You know, being a cultural warrior today, I I mean, you may win a primary, but how mm -hmm. are you going to win an election when all you're doing is talking about this these divisive issues. That's what, what kind of puzzles me about all this. And the question is, is the party ready for right. anybody with a more positive agenda? And I, I'm not so sure at this point. There's so much to unpack there. I mean, the idea that you would commend DeSantis's leadership for opening up a state that had a shit ton of COVID infections and deaths. I mean, I'm listening to him thinking, is he thinking about the same guy? No, I, I don't think so. He wants us to focus on a more positive agenda. What yeah. positive agenda? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the current uh, uh, part of the agenda is protesting Target. Everybody loves Target. They're protesting Target. That's not going to win you an election. Have you been to the Target in Bel Air, Maryland? 
no. <laughs> to be fair. No, let's, we, Joe just got a great jobs report. Joe averted the financial crisis by putting a McCarthy around his little finger. And so they have nothing to talk about. So they're protesting Target and Kid Rock is shooting Bud Light cans. That's that's their agenda. They're so triggered now. They're freaking out and protesting Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that's a good point. They're upset because Chick-fil-A has a diversity program. Of course they do. They're a corporation in America. And the company that closes on Sunday is not religious enough, not devout enough for them. So they're protesting Chick-fil-A. Great point. Because they, they, they're just, this whole thing with them is just, we're just going to keep going so far to the right that they're going to alienate everybody. But But they're targeting the audience that they want because they know those people will again talk the loudest they'll be the loudest in the country and oh, provide oh, that sure. that's it's it's they're they're not appealing to logic <laughs> they're appealing to you know those inner emotions they've got nothing they've got nothing left but this yeah but they're pro- the, this, this this may get somebody a primary win but it's not going to get them a november win they don't care about being winners anymore nope that's the joke they don't care about winning. They just care about being the uber conservative lunatic. Or in the case of, say, someone like Carrie Lake, saying they won when they actually lost and not acknowledging that they lost. So not mm-hmm. caring about winning is uh, you don't need to do that anymore. Well, they think they're all winners anyways, because the sperm that gets to fertilize the ovule, they're all winners, right? That's the one that made it. <laughs> yeah, they all made it. They all made it. They're champion. Everybody gets a participation prize, but we're the snowflakes, you know. Like, if they're the sperm, yeah, they that made get, it, get, I would hate to see the ones that got rejected. They all get the participation prize because they were born. They were born in the name of Space Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna keep ragging these people like on everything. Oh. Well, this is not the podcast to do that, Josh. So, yeah. no, of course yeah, not. We're just positive news here. This is, <laughs> of course, he was being interviewed by Chuck Todd, who I brought up at the start of the show. Uh, Chuck Todd introduced him by saying that we have someone on who's, you know, not only run for president, we also have someone on who's running against Donald Trump. Oh, and they're the same person. Like, no shit. You already, we already know you're bringing on one person <laughs> for the show. So it's like now we not only know that Chuck Todd not only doesn't know how to moderate, he also doesn't know how to introduce his guests. <laughs> I, I don't think he's, he's trying to be funny and he's never been funny. Chuck Todd is good at one thing. He, he predicts NFL games against the spread on the Tony Kornheiser podcast. That's it. Maybe he needs to stay in his lane. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> nice, Josh. Ron DeSantis made his campaign announcement on a live Twitter space with Elon Musk. I was amazed when I read that, that people still go to Twitter for news and accurate information. <laughs> in this clip, we get a sense of what the DeSantis campaign will be like this season with the technical mishaps during the Twitter announcement, an excerpt of which is featured here. Oh. <laughs> so 
All right, sorry about that. We we've got so many people here that I think we are we are uh, kind of melting the servers. So I think we're back online here. Great. Um, all right. Well, it's certainly uh, an, an incredible honor to uh, have Governor DeSantis uh, make this uh, stark announcement. Uh, can, are you there? Can you hear us? I think you broke. I'm right, here. I know. I think. I think you broke the internet there. We had over half a million people in one Twitter space, and it was growing by like fifty thousand a minute. So, uh, congrats on uh, on breaking the internet there. <laughs> the internet, Disney. I mean, DeSantis is just breaking a bunch of big, powerful stuff lately. I wonder if anybody saw the irony in, of all things, Twitter trying to cancel Ron DeSantis. <laughs> That's that was quite an announcement. Way to jump in with their uh, their uh, just the fascist. Instead of going to a, a airport hangar or in his backyard and having his wife and kids standing there and his fans such as they are, he decided to do it with one of the most one of the other most despicable people on the planet using tech that doesn't work. Great job. Great announcement. <laughs> watching that, it was like watching the launch of um, one of Elon's rockets, you know, <laughs> the, the planned disassembly feature and landing on somebody's house. It, it's, wonder... it's, it's the metaphor. All right, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> There are moments when members of Congress do not take the time to show up to vote on pieces of legislation ranging from the mundane to the significant, which is fitting as the Republican Party platform is keeping as many people from voting as possible. That's it. Show that so-called deep state. Your apathy will certainly overtake them. In this video, we can see Lauren Boebert's determination to make her voice heard even after being told that voting on the debt ceiling bill has officially closed. <laughs> They just closed it. They closed it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point, she's not even, I don't think she's even human. She has to be like some sort of automaton, maybe created by Elon Musk. And she's just snapped and, and gone crazy. The guy running against her should just run that in his head. So this is what she thinks of her job in Congress, not showing up for an important vote. That's the perfect ad right there. I agree with you. Marjorie Taylor Greene was booed when she was showing support for Trump in New York City following his indictment. When will out-of-towners realize we don't need racists brought into the Northeast? We have plenty of our own. Marjorie Taylor Greene says that being called a white supremacist is the same as being called the N-word. Not really. A major difference is that people like Marjorie Taylor Greene will willingly hang out with people who are called white supremacists. <laughs> In this clip, she tries to shout down New York Congressman Jamal Bowman, who simply put, we'll have none of it. Come on now, save the party, save America, save the children, do something about guns. Come on, invest in education. The border is the border is what Trump left in. What are you talking about? What kids? We're accepting them. We love them. We love the migrant children. We lost them. 
You can't find them. What, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah, migrant children missing. You don't know the news. No, no, we don't know the news. Uh, I don't know. That's Fox News. That's Fox News. Well, Listen, I need you to save the party. <laughs> save the party. I mean, mad props. <laughs> <laughs> Mad props to those reporters who are just standing there capturing everything. I mean, they I, I wonder if they were like me and that they imagined that was just the in real life version of their conservative uh, high school classmate who might be slightly racist, arguing with one of their left leaning entertainer friends. That was a Democrat. What's the name of that congressman? Do you remember, Josh? It was uh, a Jamal. Yeah, from New York. And why are you engaging with him? Yeah. He, I, I th sometimes I think the problem with those of us in the same part of the room, you're trying to engage with a bunch of knuckleheads who are just who are a bunch of just agitprop weirdos <laughs> who are just out of, out of their freaking mind. I don't know why people are obsessed about trying to find the equivalent of the N-word also, as if it was so good that it has to have a synonym for somebody else. Like, no, it shouldn't even have ever existed. I mean, in comparing white supremacy to the N-word, like that, that would be like saying it's like being called a Nazi and an N-word is a say. It's not. You know, like they're both. That's an N-word that does not even matching with the N-word. <laughs> like it's. But did you notice how much of a, kid, a kid she was? She pulled out, you know, the, well, yeah, you're dumb. <laughs> you're just dumb. And I'm going to walk away. It's like the I'm rubber and you're glue kind of thing. <laughs> you're a poop head. Go walk away. No one takes you seriously anymore. You're insane. And the next day she tweeted something about, uh, look what he did to me uh, on on the steps of the Capitol, trying to take the high road. You can't get into a discussion with her, uh, at least an intelligent one, and he's a smart guy. Why would you do that other than you're just trying to uh, make a name for yourself? The paradox of like, I'm empowered, but I'm a victim, but I'm a powerful person, but I'm a victim all the time. Like, <laughs> God, who's the snowflake now? Jeez. <laughs> playing oppression olympics that's it that's their whole platform now i i, I will retain power and it will be nobody likes me well no no shit genius nobody likes you satan doesn't like you <laughs> okay okay god doesn't like you nobody likes you you've been rejected by all reality thanos doesn't like you <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, I get similar comments like that on my social media posts. And I'll be honest, that keeps me going. <laughs> like, what does Hannah Gatsby say? She eats up the haters like snacks. Num, 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 num. Yep. <laughs> we are what we eat. Mm -hmm. And on that note, that's our show. I want to oh, thank Jeff Heisen, Devine Kerr, Polite Kitty, and Joshua Postel. Yay, whoop de doo. <laughs> <laughs>
and Eddie Carson for Odyssey Radio. Please leave a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast's Patreon for extended episodes, bonus clips, and more. Thank you for listening, and please visit TomMyers.us. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you want to listen to more of this episode, go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon. There you can get extended versions of episodes like this one, as well as bonus clips. You can even listen to regular episodes without all these pesky little ads through which you have to fast forward. Doesn't really cost that much. Plans as low as $1 a month. Go to patreon.com slash Tom Myers, spelled M-Y-E-R-S. Show the love, subscribe, show your support today. That's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Hi everyone. I'm Orb. I am not the official spokesperson for Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. A-A-Ron is tied up right now. Shut up, I'll untie you in a minute. Here at Oddly, we're producing some great shows. Bombing Run, where comedians compete to see who's Joker Race. And Orb's Wacky World, a talk show with a mix of comedy, uncomfortable questions, and music hosted by yours truly. When you think of comedy, think of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y, Funny Productions. Now, how do I get out of here? Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.